Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And the film of today is Churchill. It always looks like you're trying to remember. <laughs> and the film of today is Churchill. We all know that you're a better host, Mick. I never said that. No, I'm just I'm but saying But you're right, it. we all know. It. No, no, that's not true, of course. Everyone listens to your podcast more than mine. We should actually see <laughs> how we... Well, how well, we <laughs> didn't do well with The Mummy last week. Which was yours. Yes. Right. Who did Pirates of the Caribbean? Because that's been very good. I think it was... I think it was you. I Before The it, Mummy... It probably isn't us necessarily destroying in the audiences. It might be the subject matter. So we'll yeah. probably have a load of people listening in today. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I know <laughs> a few still. people who might... Okay. Um, very um, polemic. Um, <laughs> Churchill fans. No, just people who like, you know, politics and arguing about politics. Okay. But anyway. Which we're not going to do here. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what? How did you find it? Um, it's okay. I mean, it's there was a lot of I was saying. What is the point of this? Because. It's basically about Churchill and just before D-Day. Like, it's like so many of these biopics now, they're called Churchill. It's not about Churchill. It's about one yeah. part of his life, yeah. which is yeah. just to build up no, to D-Day. No, it, it's, it's four days of his life. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. The same thing with Jackie was basically about yeah. just after the assassination. Yeah. Um, and like, so I didn't know that going in. I said, well, I knew it was, it was only going to be a section. It's not going to be his whole bloody life. But I wasn't sure what part. And so when it starts off that he's having doubts about the D-Day landings and wants them stopped. I thought, yeah, well, let's get that over with and get on with the film. And then suddenly realized, no, this is what the film is actually about. Yeah. And particularly, I was like, what's the point of that? Because we know they happened. We know yeah. they happened. Like, yeah. it's even funny at the end. You know the way they always have the end of these films and um, what happened afterwards. Yeah. Like the text comes up in the credits and so on. So the text came up, said, it's effectively saying the Allies won the Second World War. No. Yeah. <laughs> God, is all of it just seemed. Well, yeah, was, like I just like it was entertaining enough. I liked it. I thought John wouldn't like it, but he enjoyed it. All right. Um, I, I like I I have to say I do like Churchill. Um, okay. You're an admirer of the man himself. Yeah. And I thought it would we would actually get a bit more of him and his wittiness and all of that stuff. You know, the kind of really. Um, but I mean. Yeah, we all know what happened. So I don't see it's not like you're telling us something new or may, or like, you know, the way some films make it really dramatic and exciting World yeah. War Two films or even like I have to say, even though I hate her, but the Mar- Margaret Thatcher film was more exciting than this. OK, like it had a bit more to the plot than yeah. this because it was about her and how she got in and all that stuff. I don't like her at all. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to like the person to like a film about her. Like, yeah. I thought Mark, the Margaret Thatcher film was good. I can't even remember what it was called. The Iron Lady. That's yeah, it was, it, it was good, but was it really, good. yeah, but it, she was good, but it, it really kind of made her seem like a great person. She wasn't really, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, I know. I mean, I went into it hating her passionately and came out of it hating her passionately. So it didn't yeah, really change yeah. It's me. just the film itself was well done. Yeah. But this one I thought was like, it was good. It was nice. And it did kind of have that kind of period drama thing and all um, and he's he was very lovable but yeah it's just there's no there's not that much interest in it because it it went it, the, but I think the, what the problem was it went 
it happened regardless of what Churchill did or not. Well, that, well I was interested mean? in that. Like the point it was making was that he was out of the loop effectively. He didn't decide. Like, he was yeah. met with um, Monty and Ike and the king and all these and um, was telling him, no, he decided D-Day was a bad idea, wanted to do this. And then they effectively ignored it. Well, they shunted yeah. him out. And that, that made me think on that basis, well, that was probably the way it happened in one respect, because certainly that would make sense. He's the leader of the country and all this, but really they're the military men. Yeah. They should be running the war. Yeah, they're the people that do the strategies. Exactly. And, and know what so, happens. I mean, they should be the ones making the ultimate decision. So it, it would be it would have made an interesting part of a series about Churchill. Yeah. Like it's too slight for a film. Yeah, well, it's this, too, well, this is a, it's, it's a whole film just showing that it didn't matter what he say, people just went on and did it anyway. Yeah. So it's not like he changed, <laughs> like, you know, the way if it was a film about him, it probably would have shown his, you know, how well he ran a country through the war and blah, blah, blah. But no, mm-hmm. this was a specific part that he himself, even though the film was a, kind of about him, didn't make much difference to whatever they were taught. Like, this is what kind of annoyed yeah. me. So, like, what's the point of making a film about him? Why don't just make it about how DJ happened? Well, it? well, I mean, well, even that would have been a disappointment if they'd done that because, I mean, there wasn't much on that either. There was very little on the strategy yeah. and all this. And also, what was crossing my mind all the way through was, but is this true? Like, it probably, it yeah. could well be not because, I mean, it seems to be, it's like an imagining. There's another film that I didn't see, I think it was out recently, um, about the meeting, the first meeting between Ian Paisley and Martin McGuinness just before, like, the Good Friday Agreement. And it's a scene of the two of them are, the whole film is about them in a car and then in a plane and getting to know each other and talking. And it's entirely fictional. They've said it, they've openly said it. They, they've no idea what these two said to each other. So they've just made it. And I was like, well, what the hell is the point of that film then? And this is what I felt with this, that this could be a case of that maybe Churchill, they're, they're making the deduction on the basis of what happened in Gallipoli, which is a valid one, because I have often thought of that Churchill really screwed up with Gallipoli. Yeah. And t- hundreds of thousands were killed. And I was always studying history, amazed that he got to where he was years later, considering he was dog's dirt, basically, as far as everyone was concerned, because of that at the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, it would make sense that he would be haunted by what had happened 30 years before. But even then, I thought that was just meant to be an aside because they say that at the start of the film and they're not even subtle about it. Like they have him on the beach saying, it's 30 years ago. Do you know that? Of course he knows that. Like there's a huge amount of this in the film, people telling each other things they obviously already know. They're telling us the audience, not them. And that annoyed me a great deal as well. So... I think it's it's a, it would make a good half hour episode of a series in Churchill. Yeah. It's too little for a film and it's speculation as well. So you don't know where it's going. True. Yeah, but, but I mean, you're a Churchill fan. So did you not like a fan? Okay, I would say admirer. That, ad- yeah. A fan, yeah. Big pictures of <laughs> yeah. Churchill on your wall. Um, yeah, I do like him. I like I don't I didn't follow and I didn't really study into his government you know all the like he he was there for a long time wasn't he as well prime he, minister. he was as prime minister you see he wasn't elected prime minister he basically um chamberlain who was prime minister at the yeah, start of the war resigned oh yeah resigned yeah and and churchill took over it's basically the same way theresa may did like uh, yeah cameron yeah. resigned and she took over um and then and just so he was leader during the war he led them through the war but immediately after the war he lost the election 
Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Uh, and it was a Labour government. But that was not necessarily a rejection of him. That was because this is a whole new world now, post-Nazi. They wanted to go socialist. And then he got back in again. In, uh, well, around the, I'm judging this from the Crown, um, where he's in that as well. Is it around in the 50s? In the fi- it would have been, yeah. yeah, in the 50s. Like, um, and, but everyone said he was far too old then. Like, he was in his 70s, he would have been 70 at the end of the war. So he would have been 75, close to 80. And in those days, it's old enough now, but it was certainly ancient back then. Well, yeah. And this is what he said, he just clung on far too long. And this is what comes across in The Crown. Have you seen The Crown at all, which is on Netflix? The series? Yeah. No. Because he's in that as well, Because, obviously. yeah, the... Yeah, because she was around when he was around, but she was well, younger, very well, young, this wasn't is it. she? She became queen while he was prime minister, yeah. which is 1952. So it is an interesting, I think it's deliberate in the programme, is that it's the very start of her major reign of decades. Yeah. And it's the end of his. And so like when the two major historic figures overlapping, and it is interesting, she is still queen. And her first prime minister was Winston Churchill. Yeah. And look at all the ones that have been since. Like the whole history of Britain is through her. And that's what the crown is obviously trying to convey. But it's interesting because I'm so used to seeing Churchill in that because I've seen the crown and it's played by John Dicko and he's very good. So it was interesting to compare the two. Mm. And I thought Brian Cox was very good in this. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought he was a very good um, actor. Yeah, like um, he's a good actor anyway. Yeah. He's a, he's, he was the first Hannibal Lecter. Before Anthony Hopkins, he was in a film called Manhunter. Oh, right. I didn't know that. So, uh, well worth seeing. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's 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 an, it's a good, like, I wouldn't watch it again. No. Like, it's okay, you know, the way, like, it's not, it's not bad. It's just yeah. not interesting. You know, like, you have so many films about what happened, and especially about him, you'd expect it to be a bit, more, I don't know. Dramatic. Dram- yeah, dramatic and a bit bigger. Not that it has to be a bigger budget or anything or bigger stars mm. in it. But I just expect, because it was called Churchill, I just expected it to be a bit more about him. Well, yeah, I mean, I see your point because it's basically considering the war was five years or six years of the Second World War, five about five that he was in charge. There was a lot happened. And yeah. they select this one isolated thing that sounds made up anyway because really what it's about is his mental anguish over the thought of sending millions to die at yeah. D-Day and okay so they hint at the fact like he was noted for suffering very badly from depression and they have a, a scene of that effectively in there but it's, it's token it's like it's almost just thrown in there yeah and I thought what was interesting was because it's in the crown as well um, he has this lovely young secretary you know the one yeah, who really yeah. to have that in the crown as well who influences him in some way because she's, yeah. she's representative of what he's fighting for and something yeah. like that happens in the crown as well it's as if yeah the only reason he did anything was for these pretty young women yeah because or of her he it changed his not it changed but it opened his eyes yeah to an extent yeah and that he needed to encourage people yeah. and give them Now we're not giving anything away because this happens early enough yeah. in the film. It is just... And everyone knows a, about that. That is actually that the truth because everyone always said, oh, well, at least that I have read people see him as someone who really gave Brit- um, British people hope oh, God, in yeah. the war. So that's not really given any spoilers. He does that <laughs> in the film. Yeah. Um, oh, he was symbolic. Like he was... Oh, like yeah. Yeah, that's why I expected that. a bit more. And that's when I, when I was reading the description of the film 
that wanted to convince John to go and see it. Um, and the key word to do that is World War Two. <laughs> so immediately you think, oh, okay. War, war, yeah. violence, blood, explosions. Yeah. Um, but then I saw 93 minutes of film. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's not that long. It's an hour and a half. Normally war films are very long, about two hours minimum. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's a very short film. And I was actually, when I was in there watching the film and after I'd say near enough to D-Day or whatever I had forgotten it was about D-Day and I was like oh yeah there's still that I was like should it be ending by now and then it did <laughs> I was like okay that was very unsatisfying yeah. well it was yeah because that was a lot exactly right because that was it a lot of time you were just waiting to get to the film you yeah. felt a lot of time was all prologue and in yeah. fact no that's the whole film so I would, what did you think of well you like Brian Cox as Churchill what did you think of Miranda Richardson as his wife I liked her. Because I thought I think she she's was a great actress. Yeah, and you just don't see her enough, and she was good in it. But it's no, it's again, it's the whole, like this is the problem with, and I, it could be true, but the problem with the portrayal of all the first ladies in the world are the ones that are the backbone of the, the whole thing, and the ones that convince the men. And have this huge emotional thing and they are neglected, not neglected, but they are forgotten in a way because of the amount of power that the men have. And then she says that, like, it's always the same. And it was the same with Jackie. They just kind of accept the position they're in because they've had to, I don't know, accept that they have married someone that is in power now. So they are just like, okay. They need to know their place. Yeah. Well, it's basically that. They're just saying... Well, I didn't know what I was taking on, so I guess, you know, I should have expected this. No! (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, because, oh, I don't know. It's just, it was the same with Jackie, and I don't know. It's just, it's kind of the same with most films. I can't remember any other films about (laughs) presidents that I've seen that have women portrayed like that. But it's just, it is the typical kind of, the woman is this, it's, is the support. Is, is the, the ba- support, as yeah. As said, the backbone behind yeah. every great man is a great woman yeah, and all that. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. But mm-hmm. really, she's, she wasn't that interesting in the film. Well, no, and that's what annoyed me because it was Miranda Richardson, who I really like. And, I mean, she's always, at the moment, well, for a long time now, she's always just playing the support and a minor support on the character. There's nothing for her to do really there except react to him or yeah. feed him lines or something like that. So that's why I mentioned her, because, I mean, I've been following her since the 80s and she's always been very good and she gives a good performance here. Um, Well, what would you give it overall then? Well, sorry, you're hosting us a bit to ask me. What would (laughs) I give it overall, do you think? Mick, um, (laughs) um, I would start with me, most important person. Um, I would give it a a six out of ten. Yeah, that matches up close enough to mine because I would give it two and a half stars. Yeah, like it's. I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, like it was in. It, like it was, it was pleasant was, enough. Yeah. but again, it would only appeal to people like yourself and myself who are really interested in the subject. Well, this is it. When we were in the cinema, and I said this to John, I said the public that w- were there watching the film were the same public from Suffragettes and probably from right. Iron Lady, which are the older people. Yeah, it was the older. It was interesting because so, when I went to see it, I went to see it last night, 
And first of all, the cinema, it was IMC in Santry and the cinema was like a conference room. So this tiny little box, only 30 seats. Yeah, the same. Yeah, it was it wasn't 30 seats. It was probably about 50 or something, a bit more. But um, yeah, it was a tiny little cinema. And everyone was kind of spread out, but you can see like a few chairs away from me was a man by himself, but like older, uh-huh. as in even older than you, believe it or not. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and like older that. couples as well that yeah. probably were went through that were pre- like. But they didn't go through that. No, no, no. <laughs> but as in were living at the time that that were around at the time that that was going on. OK, as little children. It's 70 years ago we're talking about. Still. Are these people in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, I think, no, I'd say, no, I'd say they were around at that time. Because, Mick, my auntie that passed away only, what, last year or the year before was was there at that okay. time. And she was a kid at the World War Two, but she then went through the whole Churchill thing. Like, not went through, but you know what I mean? She was, was around at the same yeah, time Yeah, she was, was. A, I think, a teenager probably or even in her 20s when when um Churchill was around as prime minister okay um so i mean these people i'd say as well yeah well i, I mean i'd say they they are in their 70s and 80s but they would like they were there kind of yeah well yeah i'd agree it's, and they would be interested in that kind of thing well there was a, a lot of like the cinema was in it's six rows of five so it's only five seats in a row and when i arrived in there was only one other person in the cinema and I thought, well, that's it. It's just the two of us for this film because it's not a popular draw, I would say. And then suddenly a job lot of five came in and they all sat right behind me in a row behind me. And they were all saying to me, oh, it's not a popular draw. Oh, no. wouldn't." And they were all like in their 70s, I'd say, and so on. They talked and talked. Through it. Like normally I'm giving it about kids talking yeah. through the films. Now it wasn't talk, 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 but it was everything. silence <laughs> for a while and then and then at one point someone I just heard say quite loudly I never go on my own <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what they were looking at me because I wasn't the only one there on my own I said, no. says, I don't like this I like because I like to talk about the film afterwards <laughs> and I said the fucking film is on <laughs> like, at the moment. this is so, why I come on my said, own and I said if normally if it was someone my age or younger I would turn around and look sternly at them and I said no they might get upset <laughs> I turn and say, oh we're so sorry <laughs> and then if you so it was amusing <laughs> that I was like, oh, we're, so, so, oh, we're not meant to talk. We don't know if we're used to watching films at home or something like this. So it would be yeah. interesting to see how well it does or what. Um, but you mentioned like you're a Churchill admirer. Yes. There's another film about Churchill coming out this year. Yeah. Called, no, no, not not um, um, Dunkirk. If that's true. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. That has no, but that has Hair. nothing to do with well, well, it, uh, he, it does. I'm sure he's in I mean, there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But Dunkirk, or not Dunkirk. Darkest Hour is a film that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, I heard oh, about heard that. Yeah. With Gary Oldman as Churchill. Yeah. Now Can't that, wait for that. That would be yeah. very interesting. <laughs> so Gary Oldman has done the gamut of interesting people to oh, play. Oh, yes. He is actually one of the best, for me, one of the best actors. Oh, he's a great Ever. Actor. Like, he's so good. Yeah. Um, and he's at the right age now to play the older. Because, I mean, when he started off, he's playing Sid Vicious. You know Sid Vicious from Sex Pistols? Yes. And that was one of his first films. And then he was Joe Wharton, who was a playwright in the 60s. And now he's gone all the way up to Churchill. So it's gone back in time, 70s, yeah. 60s, 40s, while he's going forward. But the reason I wanted to, well, I'm, I know you're hosting, but I just want to step in here and mention 
that you were talking there about wives supporting husbands and recognizing their roles. <laughs> and obviously this is something that was going through your mind a lot when you're watching this film. Why is that, Marina? <laughs> Actually, um, well, because John proposed yesterday. But anyway. Yes, he proposed <laughs> what? But during the film, actually, um, we have this running joke between us. Well, really, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that he'll always say, I don't know, where we could be watching a film or cooking or eating. And he'll just turn and say, oh, I don't think you love me anymore. <laughs> and I say, no, I do, honey, all this crap. That's and crap, then, yeah. crap, it's not true. You and don't then, love it. And then he'd, he'd, um, during films or whatever, if there's some kind of scene, like if if a guy saves a woman, he'd say, you'd never do that for me. If and a guy know, saves a woman, you'd no, say, but, he'd say. Yeah, or whatever, like if a, if a woman saves a man or right. something, he'd say, you'd never do that for me. So of course I would, and all, this, all these things. So while Churchill was on, and this was after our dinner where he proposed to me, and all these things where she would say... <laughs> You know, the woman would say things like, you know, I've been here or whatever and I've supported you and I've just had to accept it. And he'd just say, you'd never think that of me, that you just accepted. Of course I wouldn't. Because I never would, <laughs> I never would conform with something I don't want. <laughs> what? So, oh, here you go again, fighting with me. <laughs> you don't even want to marry me. Oh, John, okay. So that was going on through, you know. Right. And I knew he would, be making jokes but yeah so the proposal so, came before the film it, it did yeah. and you weren't there in a happy boy who going I'm getting married I was I was um, now this, well, probably anyone listening out there is going I thought this was all arranged before they'd be planning a wedding because this was, I made notes of it you've booked two weddings yes you've already had in place two weddings booked one here in Ireland another in Brazil in 20 months time you have picked a man as your maid of honour <laughs> And now, finally, you have the proposal. Yeah. This the is order, very, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's an avant-garde wedding. Is it is. It's very unconventional. Like our love <laughs> for each other. Right. Are you going to get divorced before mar- the marriage? Yeah. Just throw that in there as well. No, we're actually, yeah. We're going to actually sign the divorce papers before we actually do feel like getting divorced. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah just have that in place. Yeah. So they're ready in place. Very well planned. Um. No, so I don't tell want us to get about divorced. it. Of course, you yeah. don't want to get divorced. No, I would just explain. I to never people, will. This I just is ex- forever. Yeah, I just explained to people that John wanted to get married, but he wanted to get married. He was rushing it, so he said he'd propose to me, but he just wanted to let me know that he wanted to get married. So that was in March. Okay. So I started planning from March because he has no idea how these things work. So I do have to plan early for a certain okay, date. That's stand by, stand by your man there. Yeah. <laughs> Berating your husband about how he's planning the marriage. Anyway, yeah, what happened was um, we went into... I kind of knew he was going to propose because I was getting dressed and I was going to wear a dress. And then I said, oh, no, I don't want my knees showing. They look dirty. Because <laughs> they were all bruised because we were playing football. And okay. he said, no, wear a dress, wear a dress. It'll be a nice night. So I was like... Because we're going to oh, see church. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be because of that. So I said, okay, fine, I'll wear a dress. And he, um, we were taking, and I was wearing a dress and heels, and I didn't want to go into the cinema like that. So I said, I'll take a um, change of clothes. So he did as well. But it was all kind of like, what you call, he was holding it in a weird way as to something not to fall <laughs> okay. on the floor, his own change of clothes. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of understand what's going on. But I left it like I w- wasn't going to think about it. And then when we got to the restaurant, we ate and he kept 
mentioning things like, so if we get married and this and this, and he said, are you sure you, you'd want to get married? I said, yeah, John, didn't we talked about this already? <laughs> <laughs> but all these kind of little hints and stuff. And then he said, um, I said to him, you know, I wasn't actually going to propose to you. And I was. I wanted to propose to him because, you know, feminism and stuff. All right. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That frightened the life out of him. And he said, were you? I said, yeah. And then I just jokingly grabbed the salt and pepper shakers <laughs> and said, this is us. And, you know, this is me and this is you. And we we're joking around. And then I, and I put it in, front of, in front of him and said, would you marry me? And he said, no, put that away. <laughs> and then as I put it away, I turned and he had a little box with the ring. And he said, no, will you marry me? And I said, it's the same thing. <laughs> you, you just can't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. And I said, yes. And I started crying. And then the guy came over with a tease and it was very awkward. But it was lovely. But did anyone else in the restaurant no, know No, no, we on? did it really kind of. Discreetly. Yeah. Because he said to me, do you want me to get down one knee? One knee? And I said, no, please don't. You can do that at home. <laughs> and he said, OK. And then once we got home, he did it. And then, yeah. So it was it was nice. It was lovely. And then we came back and we watched The Mummy, <laughs> which was nice as well. <laughs> OK, you're really going to confuse people. <laughs> we're here talking about Churchill. And we went to, you went to watch the film that we reviewed last week, but it's yeah. not the same one. It was a Brendan Fraser one you watched. Yeah. So it was no, no it was it was it was really, about. really nice. And. I um and then he texted loads of people and it was finally official and everyone was very shocked. <laughs> and they were like, What? Congrats! But what? <laughs> <laughs> but what that is that was happening yeah. now after a wedding that they've been planning for themselves and so on? Um no no, some people didn't even know. All oh, right. Like uh, people who actually know our friends like close friends and family and they knew what was going to happen that okay. he was and going anyone to propose. who listens to yeah. this podcast you're probably very confused and you're probably like why are they talking about this I'm not even interested <laughs> but anyway <laughs> skip to whatever we're going to talk about now okay. which is Twin Peaks no 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 no. we're not going to talk about Twin Peaks that's for another episode oh sorry okay um, so we, but we, we've just we just wanted to get your happy news out there yay and we've just sorry we should have mentioned earlier on um, we are as our other alter egos, Bow Lane Productions, hoping to start work soon on a documentary film. Um, well, when we say that is we're just going to film um, something and see what we can get out of it or get make something out of the footage. But what I'm leading to eventually is that Will Garnsworthy is doing a cycle around the whole coast of Ireland, basically the whole west of Ireland from top to bottom. He's doing it um, for MS Ireland. His wife, Angela, um, unfortunately, was diagnosed with MS. And he's basically doing it in stages. He just this weekend completed the first stage that he's doing. Um, I think he did about 60 kilometers. We haven't filmed any of that yet, but he did. So I'm hoping to meet with him soon to see more of it. If you want to sponsor him or read more about it, look up Where There's, Where There's Will There's Ways is his website. And he's also on Facebook with Will's Wild Ride. And it's a very good cause. Yes. We, we both, support. yeah, we both support it. Right? Spoilerama and Bolaine support it. Yes, we will be sharing it through Spo- Spoilerama on yeah, the website as exactly. well. Might even mention it on Twitter if we ever have Twitter live again. But time to wrap up, Marina. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah so we'll leave it there I don't know what film we'll be watching next week anyway um, probably my cousin Rachel because you really want to do that no I don't 
right. I just went to see it. Don't, I, I preferred it to Churchill, I will say that much. No, I don't think we, we were going to see a man called Ovi. Ove, yeah. Ove. So, so, yeah, which we'll uh, Mick is going week. to read. I've read it now, so. That'll probably be our next review. Yeah. Very Kay. fun because it. I know I won't say much. No, don't. I haven't even just got the book. Even if I do okay, so thank you very much for listening. Um, sorry about rambling on about myself, like I like I always do. I asked you to. Um, That's what really people are listening. They're all going get the fucking Churchill crap out of the way. When's the wedding? Um, yeah. So if you get a, an invitation soon, you're lucky. <laughs> then we clearly are low on listeners, yeah. and we're sending out invitations. Please listen to our podcast. You can come to oh, Marina's wedding. Oh right, yeah. Okay. I wasn't afraid. Um. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Who are you?